0: you are listening to the love breezy bree yoga podcast today and every single week i break down the most popular yoga poses also check out the free audio yoga classes on this podcast Visit my website, lovebreezybreeyoga.com, and subscribe to my newsletter, where you get access to free yoga sequences every single month. Check out the show notes for information about today's yoga pose, and my Instagram link where you can see this pose in action, and thank you so much for listening. Namaste. So just as promised, we're going to progress from our reverse tabletop from last week's episode to upward plank pose, or what I like to call reverse plank pose. Now this is intermediate, it is a back bend, and it supports and builds strength and flexibility. Now it's sometimes used as a counter pose to forward fold, such as seated forward fold. Also, it is a beautiful full body strength building pose, such as Chaturanga Dandasana. So it's good to know, right? Now, as I mentioned, this has several names. I call it reverse plank, some known as upward plank pose, also known as, known as inclined plane, inclined plank, and upward plane. However, the Sanskrit name for it is tanasana, and it translates to intense, east, stretch. And we talked about that in last week's episode which is linked in today's show notes. Purva meaning east, ut or ut meaning intense, tan or tan <laughs> meaning to stretch and asana meaning pose. You know me and my Sanskrit. Now, ancient yogis practice facing eastward as the sun rose, so they consider the front part of that body facing the sun to be considered east. So we talked about that as well. Now this pose does provide a deep stretch, which can feel intense. So remember not to push yourself too far. You can always take reverse tabletop instead of this posture. I actually love sequencing progressing from reverse table into reverse plank, allowing those who want to come along to do so and those who want to stay in the more beginner-friendly posture to do so as well. Now, the benefits, as I've mentioned a few already, is that it stretches your shoulders, it strengthens your arms and upper back, legs, glutes, and wrists. It stretches the chest, your abdomen, the tops of your feet, and ankles. Now this pose does build core strength while challenging and improving balance as well. And regularly practiced, it can help calm the mind, increase your energy levels, and is also therapeutic for fatigue. Now of course you do not want to practice this if you have carpal tunnel syndrome a shoulder injury, wrist injury, and it does require a good amount of strength to be performed correctly. So if you do not have the proper strength, then practice reverse tabletop, as I've mentioned, or even a supported reverse tabletop posture, which is in the last episode breakdown. So let's go ahead and get started. We're gonna begin seated on the floor with our legs extended in front of us. Allowing our arms to rest by our side in seated staff pose or dandasana. We're going to bring our hands several inches behind our hips and rotate your palms so that your fingertips point to the same direction as you are facing, so towards your toes ideally. Now I allow my students to adjust their wrist if need be. Now keep your hands shoulder distance apart and externally rotate your upper arms as you press your palms or your hands down firmly into the earth. Now draw your shoulder blades firmly into your back and allow your chest to lift naturally. Now, on an inhalation, press your hands and feet down firmly and lift your hips up toward the sky. Keep your chest lifting and your spine in one straight line or nice and neutral. Work toward pressing the soles of your feet into the earth while keeping your legs straight and firm, so super engaged. Do not squeeze your glutes together if possible, so allow them to stay relaxed. This is going to require you to lift from your mula banda, or your pelvic floor, and your core. Now, if you're comfortable here, then you can slowly release your head, allowing it to drop back, opening up your throat chakra. Softly gaze towards your cheeks for drishti. You can hold this up to 30 seconds or several breaths. To release, you're gonna slowly lower your hips to the earth and come back to Dandasana with an exhalation. So we're gonna talk about some modifications and variations. So remember, this is all about stretching that front part of your body, strengthening your arms. It can definitely take some time to gain enough strength to hold the pose for more than a breath or two. So be sure to take it slowly and never force this pose. Also, as I always mention in the podcast, make sure you're clear before practicing yoga, especially when you get into intermediate postures. So we're gonna try these simple changes to find a variation that is suitable for you. So of course, we've already talked about reverse tabletop posture, so that's obviously the best one to start with. More advanced students can come to one-legged upward plank pose, ekapada, and then our beautiful Sanskrit word here, of drum roll please <laughs> tanasana. all right i hope you drum rolled for me All right, so one-legged, this is a fun one to really do. So you just lift one foot off of the floor. You can reach through the ball of your feet and lift the entire leg up toward the sky. And then, of course, lower and repeat on the opposite side. Now, for a deeper internal experience in the pose, you can bring your gaze to your third eye, your intuition. The space between your eyebrows for Drishti. And then simply concentrate on your breath. So practicing reverse plank can be completely invigorating and uplifting to your mind and your body. We want to make sure we're practicing correctly, so you want to make sure you keep your neck nice and long. If you feel any compression in your neck, tuck your chin slightly and do not let your head drop all the way back. So always protecting the neck first. Keep your upper back strongly engaged to help lift your body. If your shoulders, arms, or wrists feel fatigued, you will lose the integrity of the pose and can actually get injured. So just stick with reverse tabletop instead. Do not collapse into your shoulders. This is another one you want to be really mindful of. Lengthen your spine and your arms. Keep your shoulders away from your ears and keep your neck long. So extending through the spine of the back of your neck. Make sure your upper back and shoulder blades are working firmly throughout the posture. Keep your shoulders above your wrist, and of course you can ask your teacher or anybody who's assisting you to check your alignment if you're not sure. Do not overuse the muscles of your back or your back of your body, so including your shoulder blades, hamstrings, and glutes, to shove yourself into this pose. That's why it's important to try to relax the glutes because it's going to be a litmus test As to how strong you can press the earth away from you lifting your heart from or toward the sky and lifting away from your shoulders so that's one of the reasons now make sure you are utilizing all the muscles of your front body that includes your quadriceps your chest your abdominals all of it with equal effort as those of your back body, so creating balance in the body here. Imagine your body as one compact force. You know, mercury is about to retrograde and already working on me. Both sides working equally and together in your body is really important, so very much a salt and pepper effect. Now you're going to lift to lengthen. Practicing reverse plank can be a great way to counteract forward bends, as I mentioned, and strength building poses as well as chaturanga. It can also rebalance your body after a long day of working at the computer, driving, or any other forward-facing actions that can cause slouching and rounded spines. Opening up the front side of the body is completely invigorating. By doing so, this requires you so much courage and inner strength as it does physical strength. So remember that, let go of your desire for outcomes and bring your awareness to the present moment. As you practice lifting your heart to the sky, opening up that heart chakra, this is perfect for Valentine's Day. As we are opening up the heart toward love and compassion, you might also discover that true power, true love, true compassion for self and for others comes from within. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you get a chance to practice this posture in your personal sequence. I love you all. Go in peace. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher.